Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fourth and Gold Podcast. We are Andy, Brian, John, and D, attempting to review some of the notable headlines and sports from this past week, but our banter usually gets in the way. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, as well as most other podcasting services. You can drop us a review and follow us on Twitter at 4THNGOLD. That's Fourth and Gold. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're here. It's the 2019 season. It's the opener. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How is everybody doing? How are y'all doing? Good, man. I'm keeping my, my wide receiver gloves on. I'm ready to go. It's <laughs> got every terrible towel I own right here. It's got every terrible towel. <laughs> That's unbelievable. You should be embarrassed. And a glass of scotch. Embarrassed about what? Greatness? Oh, There's just it's it's too much. It's too much. All you need is one. All you need is one. Uh, I got like five or six at least. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I mean, just collect it is, them. It really is. Some some <laughs> drunk idiot decides to drop one on the the sidewalk, and I want to give it a nice home. You know, you can't you got- can't let a terrible <laughs> towel, you know, go unclaimed. So. No, no, no. Can I can I say something though, guys? Yeah, please, man. I know we're only third in gold right now, but I, I season two, season two, season two. We made it. We made it. Hey, by the way, yes, like John said, it's just the it's just the three of us. Um, Brian is gone. He's not here. He's uh, got some other prior commitments, but feeling up for him. If you're watching on Twitch, is uh, again Mr. Tyrion Lannister. So welcome, Mr. Tyrion Lannister. Uh, a star in his own right. Okay, forget it. <laughs> um, yes, fellas, 2019 season's here. We had a pretty good off season. I don't know, John. Does it rival the NBA's off season? Ooh, man! No I way. I think the NBA off season is the best off season in sports. I think so too. NFL was good, I th- I, especially the team that we're going to talk about in a little bit. I had to throw it to uh, you, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, LeBron James, but we can talk about that any day. Uh, but no, I think I think the NFL did have a pretty sweet offseason. It was good to see some trades finally. Usually you don't see that. You see free agency, you got drafting, and some like shitty-ass trade. There's been some big trades. Uh, a little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, how do you feel? We're really good at that. Um, no, I'll, I will concede that to the NBA, that the NBA probably is a better offseason. Let's get into some news and notes. We've had this entire offseason. It's kind of been a little bit of speculation between two of the premier running backs, premier running backs in the NFL. I want to, I want to kind of caveat one of them because I'm not sure how premier he is. He's all right. He's all right, but I don't think he's uh, up to the same caliber as the one running back for the Dallas Cowboys. That is Mr. Zeke Elliott. So this entire offseason, we all know about it. He's been basically holding out. He's on a rookie deal, trying to get a new contract. And hey, he's been the top rusher most of these past few seasons, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. He's been staying healthy for the Two most part. Two out of three or something. Yeah, yeah, some along those lines. But hey, he, want, he, he deserves uh, to be paid like he's the best running back in the league. And it looks like, hey, they might get it done before week one. Uh, news came out today that they are super close. Uh, what, Zeke was out in Cancun training with uh, Marshall Falk. Actually flew back in town. So uh, looking, looking pretty good. 
Uh, oh gosh, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear it out there at uh, at home, but um, so a big storm brewing over the Pittsburgh area. So um, you know, batting down the hatches. There's a storm I don't know if just playing renegade a little too loud outside. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But yes, Zeke may sign before Week One, and honestly, I did not think it was going to happen, fellas. I thought that this was going to be a signing that would take place into the season and that he'd hold out, pull a Le'Veon Bell and that the deal wouldn't get done. Well, I guess it would be different yeah. for Bell, but I thought he was going to sign. I, if anything, like it's not like the last running back to do this was in like the 1970s. Like it happened last year. So Zeke and Melvin Gordon have like, they know they're not going to win. They know. So either get traded or just sign your deal and get your money. Yeah, I think it's just still a little too soon for him to to try and pull a bell um, with with all of this. But I think, you know, outside of him signing, I, I'm intrigued. Like, if this doesn't happen like, tomorrow, how many snaps is he going to play? Like, say he does sign before we won, I think he'll only play a handful of snaps because you don't know. I mean, I know these guys train ridiculously in the off season, but I mean, you've seen it every once in a while, and and they go, you know, guys will go in, but they only get maybe what ten carries, things like that. I, it's something to maybe think about if you're a Zeke owner going into at least week one, maybe not the whole season. If he does sign, you're clearly happy, but it could be something that maybe they try and ease him into it because he hasn't had a preseason or even a training camp or anything to right. really go on. Right. Yeah. That's you heard it here first. Horniak's telling you to take Pollard. <laughs> well, like if it comes down to it that, you know, Zeke does sign before week one. I got we're, we're we're leaking in the fantasy a little bit earlier than I expected, but whatever. Yes, Tony Pollard is uh, currently the uh, starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys if Zeke does not sign. So uh, yeah, of course, if you got fantasy drafts coming up this week within the next couple days, yeah, take him and take Zeke um, if you can. Uh, we'll get into it later. I did pass up on him in one of our leagues, but um, in any case, yes, I think I agree with you, John, that there would be some kind of timeshare between the two of them. You don't want to rush Zeke uh, back too soon. I know he's definitely, he's definitely shown that he, he does work out pretty well. He's not as religious maybe as like a Le'Veon Bell whenever he would come in to, to the, to the season all cut up like he does, but um, he, he'll take care of himself and that uh, I believe He'll probably be good to go week two, that it wouldn't be any kind of timeshare after that. But For sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just think now that we're getting so close to that week one uh, game, it's got it's to happen soon if he wants to play at all. And then I think even if he does play, yeah, at least a timeshare early. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get into the other running back. And you hinted at it earlier, Melvin Gordon. Now, I know I said that I don't think he's like, I don't think he's on the same tier as Zeke Elliott. I don't know what what the tier scaling is, but I feel like Zeke is just that much higher than him as far as a running back goes. I think for fantasy purposes, huh? I would have to agree. Yeah, I think for fantasy purposes, Melvin Gordon's great, right? He's top four running back, top top five running back, whatever you want to call it. But I'm not sure as far as the NFL game goes that he's at the same par as Zeke Elliott, that he should be holding out like he is i do think he needs a new contract as well but the contract that they had on the table seemed kind of fair you know they were talking about 10 million from the team's perspective he was looking for 13 million he'd still get paid like the top four uh running back but i think it, you know somewhere in the middle he should be out there soon i think he should he should be one of the people who actually gets out there 
I did see today though that management was saying that they're not going to offer him any other type of deal. That's true. And that he has to play with that current contract or do whatever he's going to do, which I think you know is intriguing, right? I mean, on so many levels, uh, you know, football and also just fantasy side of it. But I don't. Do you guys think he's going to sign by week one? I I thought they gave him permission to seek a trade. That's true. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, right. there's yeah. not a new contract out there for him to sign, right? Whatever they had on the table, well, I guess they could technically negotiate during the season. There's not like a, a true contract out there for them to work on. It's not like they're really actively negotiating on this. I imagine that if Melvin wanted to come in tomorrow and say, hey, I want to sign that deal you guys gave me before, they'd probably give it to him. It's not like they're going to take it back. But um, I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to work towards what Melvin wants this season. I think that's off the table completely. They have the leverage. I mean, all of it. Yeah. He's been out for what a couple of years. Yeah. Um, at this point, he's not in the same situation as Bell, and he's not at the same level that Bell was, you know, at last year too. So, and I mean, yeah, we had James Conner. The Steelers had James Conner last year. I mean, Chargers have a couple backs that they can go with. That are they really going to see that much drop off compared to you know another team? So I think the it's, it, the Chargers have the upper hand here to see how far Gordon wants to take it. Huge Austin Eckler fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I like him. Justin Jackson. I like it, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he did. That's the thing. You know, that's the difference between the, the Cowboys and the Chargers, too. I mean, the, the the Cowboys heavily go through Zeke, whereas the Chargers go through Phillip Rivers still. They don't need I mean, they have like so that. many guys that they can distribute the ball to, and they have a quarterback that's so much better than – I mean, well, maybe not so much, but he's better than – and Dak in, in Philip Rivers. So I think the Chargers way have the upper hand here. God, I'm, I'm pulling this out of my ass right now, but I think I remember hearing a stat that basically the Chargers perform the exact same without Melvin Gordon as they do when he's on the field. So it's like... Yeah. It's tough. I mean, he's a hell of a player. Great. Yeah, I know. I'm not... They have so many other weapons that they can use, right? I'm not trying to discount him at all. Like, I, I am 100% in the court of running backs should deserve to get paid they should get paid early i think actually we'll get in we should probably get this into a discussion uh on a future podcast but changing the rookie wage scale by position right even rethinking it from that perspective because there are certain players and positions where you know who they are within year one within year two especially from the running back position that these four-year, five-year deals that they get sucked into and they can't negotiate, that's just locked in. It's, I mean, you're taking away, like, some of the prime years of the running back. And so, I don't know, you're wearing them down, and then it's just, it, it so heavily favors the teams than it does the players. And I think it definitely needs to be re- renegotiated, at least from the running back position. I'm not sure about other positions. I haven't really thought about it that much, but just something to definitely think about for the future. We'll definitely debate it. That scares me so much about the next CBA. It's cool. like there's gonna be a lockout. <laughs> yeah, which is what I'm terrified of because we just had a lockout the last one. Right. And I mean, I mean, how many how many times do you see though, like or hear people saying, "Well, the running backs can kind of get used to the league a lot quicker coming out of college than any other position." Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, Fournette when he was a rookie, he came in and, and lit it up right away. Zeke came in right away. It's that's like the one position out of anything I think that you can get used to it so much. So you should get your money maybe up front, and then because clearly they're not getting those deals later on, even when they're mid twenties. 
you know, mid to late 20s. So, yeah, you're right. They, they're the ones that need to get paid like here and now. Anyway. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. But then what does it say about the quarterbacks? Because the quarterbacks are going to be like, yeah, we want a contract too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it think, opens up a can of worms. There's no question. The, the Matt Stafford, Sam Bradford years were like basically these teams hamstrung themselves to these young quarterbacks and they couldn't do anything else. They couldn't no. do anything else. And so, like, I guess I agree that, I mean, we see it with, with quarterbacks all the time. It definitely takes years for them to, to kind of get into their groove and get into their mold. There's not, I mean, outside of Patrick Mahomes last year, whenever he, he I don't know, calling out your boy there, outside of him coming in, you know, sitting down for a full year, outside of that one game he played week 17, right? Outside of that, not too many quarterbacks are just lights out like that at all. No, it takes time. It takes progression. You know, it's there's not going to be too many quarterbacks that are going to be in that position to kind of renegotiate for like one of the top echelon quarterback contracts. So I think they maybe maybe they can just restructure it that way as like position wise, because I mean, how many top how many running backs actually get drafted in the top five, top 15 even first round? Yeah, you know, second past like four years, though, it's it's been an every year thing. Right, but I mean, but how many though? It's still you see quarterbacks and linemen and, and kind of DBs as the as the main, even linebackers go as the top top position. So if you are one of those guys that are like a Zeke or a Fournette, that clearly you're just a man in college that are running over people, and you're gonna be a man in the NFL right away. And you get drafted there, you just get a, a higher percentage or a higher contract uh, that's worth more early on, and then. Even if they shorten the deal for everyone, like, okay, you only get a three-year deal and then go from there. But Andy, like you said, the CBA-wise, I mean, that stuff, I'm a nerd for it. it. It could easily be another holdout or another, you know, big issue that they're coming up on soon. And don't even get me started with all the penalties and the replays and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Left and right, yeah. <laughs> all right. I think uh, we've kind of digress from the initial agenda we have for the podcast but hey it's fine you know this is how we Typical. do it baby this is how we Typical. do it we never stay on on plan we just we let it flow the bench is the bench is gonna be there it's gonna it's gonna take us a little while to kind of get back into the groove of things i know it's been a couple months you know it's been a little bit since y'all had us but we'll get back to that weekly podcast for you guys anyways hey preseason's over and we had some ginormous trades involving basically one team and uh <laughs> that would be andy from your division the houston texans <laughs> tell us how you really feel <laughs> go ahead you lead it off lead it off if you can do it lead it off dude they're they're so bad they're so bad and they needed they needed to go Offensive line. That's what they needed. And then they were like, okay, we got Laremi Tunsil. Done. But Laremi Tunsil versus Jadavian Clowney is just, it's not apples to apples. You know what I mean? Like, Jadavian Clowney is better at his position than um, Tunsil is at his. So, and, and they got a bunch of backup linebackers that were going to be cut either way. So, Seattle won that trade. And the the Texans is just not looking good. It's the Jaguars' division to lose, really. You think it's definitely theirs? Like, they're the easy favorites? I'm not even trying to be an, an ass or anything. I'm just asking. Easy is a strong word because you still have Deshaun Watson and 
um, that offense. DeAndre Hopkins and yeah, but like their offense, the Jaguars match up so well because the Texans' biggest weakness is the Jaguars' biggest strength. You know what I mean? So like, I don't. They just Tunsil was not enough. Was not enough for what they were trying to do and wheeling and dealing and giving away like a top twenty pass rush. Wheeling and dealing like Ric Flair. Nah, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. Andy, I do agree with you that the Seahawks won in this trade. But I think the Laramie Tunsil addition to the offensive line that was pretty weak for um, the Texans anyways is going to be just such a great boost to them uh, as far as the offense goes. Maybe it does offset some of their little defensive uh, changes that they've had in the offseason. I know you lost Tyron Matthew. Like you said, Jadavion Clowney's gone. Still got J.J. Watt. You still got some of those those boys out there. I still think it'll they'll be fairly safe in that division. I think, you know, it'll be up there for basically the Jags and the Texans to duke it out. I mean, you're talking about the Texans who have, not the Texans, excuse me, the Jaguars who have, I know he's Nick Foles, new quarterback, new new weapons, you know? It's, it's, it's going to take some, it's going to take some time. I believe in the defense 100%. I believe in defense 100%, always. But... We'll the see. Jaguars are trying to win games in the trenches, and the Texans just don't match up well. I, I mean, it's definitely a two-team race. I mean, it, it's it it sucks for Mariota fans, but it's clearly a quarterback battle there already, and he's playing for his starting life. Uh, we we know what happened with the Colts and and having luck retire. So it's definitely the Jags. This they have to they have to be one of those teams that little foreshadowing make the playoffs that you know as a team that didn't make the playoffs last year um but i mean the texans didn't make so i mean they traded a couple first round picks which i thought was interesting i think future wise that was i I wasn't a big fan of but you add tunsil who's a hell of a player who's young who they still have years left with on on his deal i think that's going to help especially with the young quarterback like watson but running back wise you're also hurting on but you also added stills who is still as, as, not as the, the top guy or even maybe the second guy with, with all of the, the weapons they have in Houston. I think that that can be dated. If, if Watson is, is who we think that, you know, he is, then, you know, I think it's going to be interesting, especially when you, if you're looking as the Texans, okay, we have to go against the Jags with, with uh, Boye and Ramsey. Well, now they have several weapons that they could throw out there because clearly it's a two team race. So I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued just to see those matchups in particular, honestly. I mean, just to see the, the passing attack going that way. But we'll see. I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting. I love the Jaguars in the AFC South. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> no, they should. I mean, I think before Luck retired and we knew about all of Luck, I, I would have said this this division is wild uh, with Clowney and J.J. Watt. And then all of a sudden now it's not, no Clowney, but... The Texans are still very dangerous, I think. You know, they, they still have a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball. The Titans, I mean, Derrick Henry only has two good games a year, and it's against the Jags. Yeah. <laughs> for the first I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Jacoby Brissett is still going to win games. Oh, for sure. But they've been six or seven games. I don't see why not. He is I mean, literally I the top backup quarterback in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Easily. He's he's like right there on the cusp of starting. You he's shut like, your mouth. Blake Bortles is the best backup quarterback oh, in the NFL. I'm just going to shut my computer right now. I... <laughs> yes, Joshua Dobbs is the, the the third best, you know, backup quarterback in the league. I mean, come on. Blake 
Boros. And, and Mason Rudolph is Mason. the second best yes, player. Yes, yes. Blake Boros. <laughs> All right. Anyways, no. But yeah, John, coming back to what you said about the offensive weapons for the Texans, like you said, Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Kiki QT. Yeah. Literally, you have two top wide receivers who could take the top off the of defense and Fuller and Stills now. Kiki yeah. over the middle doing his work. And DeAndre Hopkins, who I literally think is the best wide receiver in the game, and he has been for the past two or three seasons, in my opinion. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I just don't know. I mean, I understand their running back situation, which has never been the best anyways because of their offensive line. It's never been the best. But, right. I mean, you got a solid running back in Carlos Hyde who's solid. I don't think he's going to be, you know, breaking out a 1,000-yard season or anything like that. He just got cut by the Chiefs. You got Duke Johnson, who just got traded there. He just got there, but he's still another offensive weapon out of the backfield. I like Duke better than just, Lamar Miller or Carlos Hyde. And Carlos Hyde. I feel like yeah, yeah. Duke, Duke is their best option. Yeah, it's sneaky, but we'll get there. All right. Anyways, I think that's enough of the uh, NFL trades. There were some other ones, but yeah, who cares about those ones? Anyways, one of the big offseason acquisitions that literally just happened over the weekend, Duke was cut, signed with the team later on that day. Mr. LaShawn McCoy, Shady, oh. signing with Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. I like it. I like it a lot. Hate it. I'm not sure how much he's got left in the tank. Right. It's it's kind of surprising that um, Frank Gore just gets there and kind of supplants him as the uh, the veteran okay. running back in Buffalo. Maybe it was his contract. We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate because I don't mind that front office, but... Anyways, Father Time, that is Frank Gore, is the veteran running back on the Buffalo Bills now. Shady McCoy, we'll see. He's kind of had up and down seasons the past few years. And now he's That's going off the field issues too, right? Off you know. the field issues as well. You know? Spoiling Avengers Endgame for everybody. I didn't look. Don't tell me. Mother, I was so pissed off. I got I I, I read the spoiler. I was hoping it was fake. And um, that's just an ass move. Come man. on, dude! Not everybody saw the it opening night. I had to right. wait. My lady was out of town. She actually went and saw the movie without me that day. I was mm. mad about that. But anyways, um, I can have a counseling session. As you know, <laughs> <laughs> advice in a, in a advice segment. Yeah. I like that. No, Sorry, we'll- but anyways, whatever. <laughs> anyways, he's with the Kansas City Chiefs now, and um, I think. He has potential to be all right there. I mean, I think it's another, like, one of those kind of Carlos Hyde situations. I, I honestly did not believe. I think I had him on my team about three years ago in fantasy. And after that, I was kind of done with Shady. And he's still been there because I think because of his contract. But mm, I, just really, I really think his, his past, like, where his, his talents were, I think he's past that point. Where I think he can shine is probably in the goal line. He could still see the holes. He's still got the vision. He's probably got enough burst, but he's not going to have that breakaway speed like you would see from a Damian Williams or a, a Darwin Thompson. So, you know, One question I do have is he's been on a shitty-ass team for the last few years. I mean, what happens when you do get it, put on a good team? You get put on – you have a guy like Mahomes. And I'm, I'm going to try not to, to to talk him up all year, uh, but it'll be tough. But <laughs> a, guy, okay. a, can't, a guy that can get you the ball and, you know, even if it's just like a little dump off and he just goes for it, um, even though I've always been nervous of how Shady holds the ball, he always kind of holds oh it out gosh, there. Oh, gosh, yeah. Need a tiki barber, that thing. He never learned. 
Right. Yeah. It's just, it's always out there just ready to fumble. But, you know, I think if he's not the guy, can he be a guy that could potentially, you know, I mean, that's a solid core, but I think fantasy wise, it, it, it brings some values down for some people, but you know, not to get too far there, but I think it's, it's a good move. I think pairing up with Andy Reid again, who's in, you know, clearly an offensive genius with quarterbacks. And I think just in general, so I, no, I, I like it there. Do you, think he goes, do you think he goes for a thousand yards though? You no. think he gets a thousand? Good lord, no. no. Maybe seven fifty if he's on the field enough. I think it I think it's gonna come down to like maybe like Damian Williams. Sorry, Andy. Damian Williams getting like six hundred and fifty yards, shady kind of like four fifty, five hundred. And right. depending on if uh Darwin Thompson gets in there, we'll see what happens with that whole situation. But honestly, if, if you're gonna say that those two are the lead backs there. It's gonna be like a sixty forty split, man. You're not gonna. That sounds terrible. I know it does, and, and your fantasy just, teams are gonna be hurt, man. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's fantasy sorry. wise, it doesn't even look good. It does not yeah. look good. And it's so weird for an Andy Reid offense. He literally always has that go to back. Brian Westbrook, LaShawn McCoy, back when he was yeah. with Philly. You know, even when they were gonna try the Spencer Ware experiment before he got hurt. Right. And Kareem Hunt stepped in. You know. It's it's like they've always been still always a pass happy offense. Yeah, just true. I mean, even even with those Westbrook years, it was always like, oh, let's just throw, throw, throw. And it's like, oh, you have so many good running backs with Philly. But I mean, it, they did it, though. They they made it work. Shady was still oh, yeah, like no. top running back back then, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, well, rushing, in, rushing title. They, I feel like they always have guys that can catch the ball and run, too. And that's where I think Shady could be. I'm not that he's the best catcher, but he is so agile, I think, still that he just dumped the ball off and he can go for a couple yards. So, I mean, he could maybe even be a better pass catcher than a rusher in this offense, in my opinion, at least. I mean, if you're in a PPR league, maybe he's a little more valuable than just a, a typical league. So, Got you. All right. We'll get into uh, these last few little bits of notes and then we'll kind of hop over to some fantasy goodness. Wait, no, not fantasy goodness. I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm not even looking at my agenda. We're going to be talking about the playoffs. <laughs> um, Anyways, um, we had some two notable signings from our both of our teams. You know, obviously, John and I are huge Steelers fans. Andy, he's a Jaguars fan. If you're new to the podcast, just letting you guys know. You know, he's got Fred Taylor up next to him. And uh, little Alan Hearns. I am, you know, repping my Steelers hat. So, uh. Let's get into those two notable signings. Hey, Joe Hayden, oh my gosh. When he went down in training camp earlier this season, I was so sad. I saw that news, and I was like, good Lord, we don't need this. I know we signed, um, I know we signed Steven Nelson, but we got nobody else behind them. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about you, Ari Burns. Um, Steven Nelson is an ass. Yeah, I, I mean. We need something. We need something. You know, he, we ain't got it. We ain't got it. We got a couple twos and a couple threes now at corner. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. yeah. But anyways, hey, Joe Hayden signed a two-year extension with the Steelers. I love it. I wish we could have gotten him earlier in his career, but, hey, yeah. I'll take it now. He's still, he's, he's he's still like, great. He's just, he's like such a perfect fit, though, in that he loves being in Pittsburgh, too. You can just tell it's such a perfect fit. Like, yeah, like you said, a couple years so earlier. My heart, babe. Feels so good. It, you know, hey, it happened. 
and it's just it, it feels so good with him. So I'm glad. Glad he's. I cannot believe the Steelers signed him. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, the Steelers. This would be a. This would just make perfect sense, and the Steelers should definitely sign him, which is why they won't. And then all of a sudden, they did. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it's like it's such <laughs> a. Never do say, like it's such a Steelers yeah. signing to not do, and it happened, and it's just like uh, they actually made us happy for once, you know. It was always like a, a Patrick Peterson, a Darrell Revis. Oh my God, Pat Pete. Go ahead, no, it's not gonna happen, and they finally. I mean, thankfully, the Browns were just dumbasses and just cut them, so. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh, thank God. Yeah. All right, Andy, I'll let you take off for this final little bit of news and notes because it is your team. Miles Jack, baby! Details. So the Jaguars are facing a very interesting situation in which they need to re-sign Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack, and Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick's great. And... Um, no, it's it's fucking terrible, is what it is. <laughs> no, I was saying Yannick is great. No, no, he yeah, he needs a contract. Oh, yeah. No, Yannick is uh, he's probably quietly one of the best pass rushers in the league without being like out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's 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 been like one Pro Bowl. He's never been an All Pro. He's never been an All American. None of that. Um, so the Jaguars finally re-signed. Miles Jack and Ngakwe and Ramsey are actually like if you look on the Instagram are begging to keep the three of them together and if the Jaguars fuck this up like I might have to move on I might like I might <laughs> oh. I might be done oh yeah yeah come on up come on over we'll no I never said that I'm we'll I'm on you. the Baker train baby woo choo choo oh, <laughs> right down I was sick to my oh. stomach yeah. All right. Denzel isn't saving that train, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Jack they resigned, resigned Miles Jack four years. So it was like he's the third highest paid running back behind uh or sorry, Jesus running back. <laughs> linebacker behind um CJ Mosley and Bobby Wagner. Wagner um, deserves it. Mosley's way overpaid by the Jets. Yeah, but Jack yeah. is outside of Jack, who I agree. I, I I remember when he was in the draft, and I was begging for the Steelers to take him, but he's just he was way too talented out of what UCLA, UCLA. right? Yeah, he, he had some injuries, and uh, did he fall to the second round? He, yeah, yeah, we took a uh, Jalen. We got Jalen Ramsey, then Miles Jack, then Yannick Ngakwe. Same draft, Jesus. Same that's, draft. That's One, two, three. Props to whoever that GM was. Yeah, because remember Miles Jack? Remember he dropped because he did have that knee injury because he was a knee. Yep. Yeah, played the linebacker, a little bit of running back. He was just a freak. Yep. He's like, oh my yep. god, Steelers take him. I would love it if the Jaguars used him on like third and one. That would be amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah, and they probably could. But I mean, you do a four net. But Andy, just a quick question, not to go too off topic, but out of Ramsey and Glockway, who would you rather sign first? Oh, Ramsey. You can only keep one. Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would. I would have to agree. I was just kind of curious how you, especially with Campbell being a little older. Well, we have Josh Allen. And, yeah, um, right there, yeah. So jo- Josh Allen, no Ngakwe, no Campbell. Wait, what? So like say so Campbell retires eventually. Uh no Ngakwe anymore. If he yeah. if he if he leaves if you if you sign Ramsey and you you would be okay with the I mean I, I agree with you, especially in a passing league, but I'm just kind of thinking about Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. I would I would rather because Ramsey's like top two. In mm-hmm. his position, and Ngakwe's like top five, top ten. No, I, I definitely agree. I, I just, especially with uh, you know Telvin Smith, um, yeah, being out, which is shocking. You know, hopefully, you know, 
Um, we were so thin at linebacker without Jack. So like we needed, we needed Miles Jack. So like that totally makes oh, sense. I, been, want, yeah, I yeah. want them to take Ngakwe, but like to your point, if it's between Ngakwe and Ramsey, like take Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey, I think, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say Ramsey's top two in the league. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, honestly, you could probably say he's number one. If he did, if he just kind of stays chill, he's, he's totally number one. Uh, but like Allen, I think can play outside linebacker too a little bit, right? I mean, he's kind of that hybrid dude. So yeah, they're saying the Jaguars are going to play some three four this year to get Ngakwe and Allen on the field at the same time. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. I think that's that's enough news and notes for uh, this little intro. I, I don't know how long we went on. I think it was like 30 minutes of news. But, hey, you know, we haven't really talked about uh, football since June. So there's still – I mean, that was just the past week of news. Yeah. So anyways, hey, guess what? Like I said, the football season's right around the corner, but we're going to jump past the whole season. We're going to get right into the playoffs. Of the, the, the baseball playoffs? <laughs> the are looking really good guys this I is think an nfl play. podcast <laughs> <laughs> at least at least during the I'm nfl season <laughs> at least during the nfl season anyways yes hey john since you uh suggested this little segment i'm gonna throw it to you man why don't you do a little okay. introduction yeah all right yeah for sure so so guys i thought it'd be interesting to see uh when looking at the playoffs last year and seeing, okay, the teams that made it and some surprising, you know, teams in there, some not surprising teams like the Pats who are just, you always just kind of book in. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, when looking at it for the playoffs this coming year, what teams do you think are not going to make it that made it last year? And then vice versa, a team that you think could potentially make the playoffs that didn't make it last year. Just kind of that, that in and out, like that, that bubble team that you see in the NCAA tournament. Uh, who do you think could potentially make it in, and who do you think might be, you know, left outside this year? And you want to take it off? Yeah. Um, so my team, there's two teams that in the AFC that didn't make the playoffs last year that I think are going to, which is the Steelers and the Jaguars. Um, I think start there too. Not to, not to interrupt. Yeah, let, let's do who didn't make it. Uh, that's going to make it. We'll go around. Yeah, so so keep going, Andy. I like oh, that. well, I, if I have to pick one, then it's the Jaguars. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. You can pick as many as you want. I don't really care. Yeah, who do you think that didn't make it last year is going to make it this year? Okay. Um, didn't make it last year that's going to make it this year. Obviously, Jaguars-Steelers okay. um, in the AFC. And I just I think the Jaguars are primed to win their division. And I think without the drama, the Steelers are – are ready to go and make that push and they don't have a tough division like i think the browns are probably their only competition and then the segue there is the teams that are or, or, or am i jumping the gun should i not talk about teams that are that made last year that aren't going to we'll do that after yeah all right yeah. all right well then i'll then i'll wait then i'll wait yeah um, teams didn't make it last year oh, oh andy go ahead oh i was gonna say the uh the Ravens made it last year and are not going to make it this year. Um, but anyway, okay. in the NFC, uh, the teams that made it that are not going to make it this year. Um, this, oh, fuck. <laughs> Hold on. 
<laughs> D, you know, right. was- let me just do mine. Let me do mine. All right. We'll, we'll come back to your NFC picks because I, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really have them saved out here, but yeah, Andy, like you were saying, I do believe the Steelers and the Jaguars are going to be teams that do make the playoffs that didn't make it last year. Um, and like you said, I feel like the distractions on offense, I know we may have regressed a little bit as far as a talent uh, position, but I think uh, the offense will click just as it normally does. We might see a little bit of a regression in the amount of attempts that uh, Roethlisberger does throw. I think you'll see a little bit of an uptick in the amount of James Conner, Jalen Samuel usage, um, and the Jaguars. I, I do have them make the playoffs as well. Um, I do believe in uh, the upgrade at quarterback with Nick Foles, and that defense is still going to be clicking. I think D.D. Westbrook is going to be shining with Nick Foles. I, I know you're, you're glad to hear that. And um, I'll also say this. This is kind of a little bit surprising. So this is kind of like a, a little jump in the gun here, but I have the Saints and the Falcons making the playoffs who didn't make it last year, but I have them as wildcard teams. Ooh. So I have three NFC South teams making the playoffs this season. The last, yeah, yeah, the Saints made it as uh, uh, the uh, division winner last year. I'm going to have the, the Falcons and the Panthers. Excuse me. Falcons oh. and the Panthers. Sorry. Falcons and the Panthers making it. Oh, God damn it. The Falcons were the team that I meant to say. <laughs> Falcons I totally and the Panthers. brain farted. I'm sorry. sorry. You you guys at home. It's all good. One season two. Hey, okay. man. We're, there's going to be blooper reels. There's going to be blooper <laughs> yeah. reels on this podcast. Get used to it, okay? You're, stick, yeah. you're sticking around the whole time. Don't worry about it. We'll get you'll get all the facts we're dropping for you. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Falcons, Panthers making this this uh, this year as well as the Saints. There's going to be three from the NFC South, and um, it hasn't happened since these three same teams did it. Right. 2017, 2018 season. That division's always intriguing. The last few years, right? You're kind of waiting for Breeze to fall off, but he's just you know. But he never does. Yeah, right. And then you're waiting for Winston to actually eat those W's up, but he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I but believe, no, I guess I, I believe they'll, well, they'll be passing a lot more in, they in have Tampa to. Bay, but it'll be great for fantasy. Not so much it's for fair. regular football. Yeah, right. But no, I, I guess I agree with you. I think I think Steelers, Jags, like you just said, uh, they're the two obvious ones. I think the Jag, the Jags were so weird last year. You, you kept waiting for them to just kill teams and like. One week the defense would just shut everyone down, but the offense couldn't do shit. And then vice versa, the defense, I felt like after a while, I kind of started feeling like, well, fuck, the offense isn't going to do anything, so why should we? Um, but I think I think this year with Nick Foles, I, I still think Foles is better in Philly. It was weird. I don't know. He's going to miss Alshon Jeffrey. Those two guys had such a connection, but maybe that he's is. He's got D.D. Westbrook. Yo, know, I know, but it, it, and it definitely could be. Uh, but it was just, it was always like, you know, anytime Foles needed to go to someone, it was, it was Jeffrey, which was, uh, it was, was cool to see. But, and it sucks that it ended uh, the way it ended last year, too, with going through Jeffrey's hands. But um, I think that, I think the Jags clearly are going to be better. I think they only have to battle the Texans this year. And I, th- I do think the Steelers, and not to be I'm able- so glad we're on record right now because any other time I get you, you can admit that the Jags are going to be decent. <laughs> You're just a dick about it. Well, I, I said they weren't going to be decent last year because they weren't going to be decent. They were horrible. But this year, I think they are going to be good. I think they okay, they, okay, okay. They have they have the most talented team on defense. I think they have a better offense. I think Fournette clearly has to be better. You know, I, yeah, he can't yeah. be hurt as much. And knock on wood for him, and, and just his sake, like you know, I think he's a hell of a player. He just was banged up so much last year. But anytime he was healthy, 
clearly ran people over. And you have a quarterback that can throw the ball past the, the line of scrimmage, which is big. He can throw a spiral. That's good. We're off to a good start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he knows which hand to throw it with. It, it's better. Um, and I think the Steelers, too. You know, um, I think, honestly, I, you know, is Ben going to be an MVP candidate? I don't, I don't want to be that biased, but not forcing the ball to one player every single time is going to be so good. And I hope he doesn't do the That's same thing with you. Right. I but, not. I mean, Ben played, what, four, like, series in, in his preseason and scored a touchdown right away and looked good. But it's the preseason. It doesn't mean shit. But I think if you don't have to force an A-B all the time, you have all these other weapons. Mm-hmm. James Washington looks at, like a hell of a receiver. Washington he, does look good, yeah. Last year, Dante Moncrief, I don't think he's going to be the number two. I, for long, I think he'll maybe be like a role player at three. Moncrief can't catch a cold. Sorry, guys. No, he has a quarterback this year that knows which hand to throw with. So I think it'll no. be better. I do. No. I do think he'll be better. Even than he in Indy, when he had luck, he sucked. Come on. I think he'll be better than. He was a than touchdown machine. What yeah, sucked? I, I do. Yeah. He was and like I, Jerome Bettis, three yards, three touchdowns. Doesn't matter. That he works he, for us. He caught them all. <laughs> yeah. When you have Tutu and 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 you know company, I think it'll be fine. But um, I think I do think that they're gonna be better. I think Jalen Samuels is a hell of a, a a backup. I mean, now we we know Connor's the guy, and we know Samuels and Benny Snell had a rough preseason, but it's a preseason, and he's also a rookie. I think he'll be, but whatever. I think Benny Snell's about to get cut. He's not. No, he's, I think he Jack, made the Jack team. Snow. He made the team. So for Jack, now, he's not. Yeah, Jackson is part of the teams, but I do think D. You kind of took my team that I kept picking last year, uh, not to go back to season one of of fourth and goal, but the Falcons. They're too talented to, to to not be in the playoffs. They have a great quarterback, uh, number two fantasy quarterback out there, uh, in my opinion. They have two great number one receivers, and you know Devontae Freeman will only play six games. And I'm going to ask you guys a bet later, like we did last year, the beginning of season. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, no Tevin Coleman is a big problem. But I think the Falcons are definitely a team. I think the Packers. You have people keep saying he's the best quarterback in the league. Show it. You got to show it. Aaron Rodgers has to show it. I think he's going to make the playoffs this year. He has to. Or I think people need to stop, you know, get off his dick a little bit and, and kind of, you know, he can't chug a beer, but can you? Can oh you my win a god! So <laughs> I think he's going to step. I'm challenging. I'm, you know, if I could throw a challenge on one guy this year, it's it, it's Aaron Rodgers. He was hurt last year. Well, we know we you're listening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know Aaron Rodgers is listening right now. of us chugging beers. Right, but I mean, he he got his ass torn out by Khalil Mack last year in Week One. He's got the same matchup this year, and he's got to step up. New coach, new system, new everything. But I think the Packers, they have to be better. Uh, they have to be. And, and then I think, you know, I put the Browns down just because on paper, they have to be better. But they're also the Browns, and I also don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I mean, Johnny Manziel, or what? No, is Baker Mayfield? It's, it doesn't matter. Um, I don't believe in the Browns yet. They could be better, but they could also be like the next A.B., uh, the whole team could just be AB. The whole so team is AB. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, you know, I, I don't want to go any further, but Andy, I'll kind of throw it back to you then. The team that uh, maybe made the playoffs that now you think could regress a little bit and not make the playoffs this year. I think there's a couple obvious ones, right, that I'm sure we'll talk about. But, you know, any teams that you think that might not make the playoffs from last year? Probably the Ravens are probably the ones that stick out to me in the AFC. And... <sighs> It sucks to say, but the Seahawks. I just mm. that division, and like, I haven't given up hope on the 49ers yet. The Rams are clearly the favorite in that division, so 
Even Gurley being kind of iffy? Yeah, even with Gurley being kind of iffy. Like, that just... All three of those receivers are, are fucking amazing. That right. offense is fine. Yeah, yeah. That offense is fine without them. They'll, so, fig- like, they'll, figure, out how to, they'll figure out how to manage Gurley, I believe. I believe they will. Just playing, yeah, just playing the balancer here, but yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, so... I, yeah, and and I just I think that with the Steelers and the Jaguars and making like waves in the AFC, the team that really 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 suffers from that is the Ravens. Um, so I mean, for those two teams to step up, the Ravens are going to have to step down, and then for the Rams, you know, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. So the Seahawks are just going to have to take a take a back seat. And I like I said, I haven't given up. I haven't given up hope on the 49ers yet. Sure. Okay, so Andy's kind of says Ravens, Seahawks, uh, each league. D, D what, do you, what are you thinking here? It's easy one, Colts. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I think Andy already yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, hot, yeah, hot take there. Uh, okay. Colts, um, hot take. <laughs> no, I honestly don't think the Cowboys will make it. Um, I don't know. Oh, I'm big on the Cowboys this I, year. I just don't. Big on the Cowboys this year. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know. They're always every season. They're kind of up and down. I I don't know what I feel Amari about Cooper. Amari Cooper. I don't know what I feel about him. Dak is fine. Uh, Zeke will be great. Uh, their defense. I know they just signed Jalen uh, Jalen Smith to a new contract. Well deserved. I'm glad he was awesome. able. To, That's I'm glad awesome. he was able to make it back from that injury. Yeah, good for them. That was that was amazing. Horrific, but um, yeah, I don't know. They're up and down, um, with that uh, that team. I think it'll be close in that division between them and the Eagles, anyways. So I don't have them beating the Eagles in in that division. So I'll say uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, I, no, I like that one, D. I mean, guys, I agree with you. I think I think. Colts is an obvious one. I, even though I don't think they're going to be as bad as people think, I think Jacoby will keep them kind of no, make the out of the top quarterback picks in the six next and year. Six just and be, ten. Six and ten. Just to be annoying that they don't get the top quarterback <laughs> pick next year because he is he is one of the best, if not he the best. He's the backup. best backup, I think. Right. Yeah. Six and, and ten. And they could be absolutely. Uh, it's Andy. It's 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 interesting. I wrote down the Seahawks too, but then I also wrote them down as a potential playoff team. They're such an intriguing team to me because Russell Wilson. It doesn't matter who he has; he just keeps them alive because their offensive line always sucks. But he's still around. Yeah. Impressive. Their front, their front seven's pretty fucking awesome too. They are the Legion of Boom, right? It has changed so much, and all of a sudden. You know, I think I think the Seahawks could be they're they're a team that I'm so intrigued to watch. I think Russell Wilson, like I said, is so he makes up for so many things that they do wrong. Uh, Chris Carson, I know D has a lot of interest in this year, and uh, I, I don't, him. I don't I the Seahawks I hate that since Lynch, um, but I think Metcalf coming back, it looks like he's going to be ready by week one. They're intriguing, but I think they could potentially drop out because there are so many contenders in the NFC this year. And then I think the Ravens, <laughs> the last time we really saw them was in that playoff game against the Chargers, and they couldn't throw the football forward. I mean, it was just, it, it was horrible. It was even worse than the Jaguars Steelers game last year. Like, hey. I'm just saying, like, you know, you knew that they were going to run every time. And, but I think Jackson is going to be better. It sucks that he went to the Ravens because I really liked him. Yeah, uh, and then the Colts. I think the Colts and the Cowboys. D. I think that's what's interesting because they've been, you know, with Jason Garrett, kind of a, an eight and eight team for the last 
uh, decade ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like ever since. And, and they were good last year. So are they going to be bad this year? An eight and eight team that I, I don't, they could be maybe Zeke th- that goes into the season a little bit further. Maybe Dak doesn't play as well. Maybe a Cooper, you know, Cooper's a little worried. I could even Jason Witten isn't calling games anymore. He's back on the field all of a sudden. So I don't know, but I agree with you guys. Yeah. I was going to say this. Um, I know you guys <clears throat> have the Ravens missing the playoffs. I haven't missed in the playoffs as well. Um, but I do think it's going to be close. Um, I think the top of that AFC North is going to be a lot closer than people think. Um, I don't have the Browns making the playoffs. And um, Oh, come on. I don't. I don't. It's, it's, it's always close, though. I don't. Right? I'm I think the say all, that ass. Yeah. yeah. And the Browns kind of move up one or two spots. All three of the teams will be close to the top. And I agree. I, I will say this. Lamar Jackson will definitely progress forward in this offense. Even though everybody kind of thinks about him as being like a terrible passer, he can only run. He's still, I think I remember a stat saying that he had better passer efficiency ratings than people like Peyton Manning in his rookie year, Andrew Luck in his rookie year, Carson Palmer in his rookie year. So I I hate to always hear that people try to discredit his passing, but he still did better than a lot of these other first-round picks as far as passing in his rookie season. And he only did it for half the games, so we'll see. Dude, I agree. We'll see. And I mean, it definitely, I definitely have hatred towards the Ravens, but I think yeah. it is dangerous. I, I hope for his sake he stays healthy because he, they're going to run him like some running backs get carries for the entire year. Like it's, it's intriguing to see how their offense and because is Harbaugh coaching for his job too. It, it's kind of sounded like he's been for the past like three yeah. years. Harbaugh's been coaching. Coach, for his and job. that's why I always get sick of like people calling out Tomlin because he's one of the best coaches in the league. But Harbaugh is too. It's Harbaugh is too. Yeah. Right, which is like crazy because those teams anytime you want to say the Ravens are going to be bad and they're always right there you have to give them credit because they don't always have the best talent but they are always right there and people are all over the Browns dick this year but I the Ravens aren't going anywhere me, me? yeah no, but I mean you, yeah you were riding Baker Mayfield's dick right now you're I'm like there. he's literally let's go choo choo yeah. I'll say this Greg Roman is the new offensive coordinator for the Ravens you saw Passer efficiency go up for players like Colin Kaepernick whenever Greg Roman was there, Tyrod Taylor when uh, he was there with Greg Roman. So I imagine that he'll know how to use a player like Lamar Jackson and his talents. And I'll say this, their defensive coordinator, Dean Pease, he's been there for at least the past three seasons, mm-hmm. been going on to his fourth season now. I think I think they know they have it established. He'll 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 have those boys playing. So they lost guys, but they they also added guys too, like Earl yeah. Thomas. Which yeah. that one that, that one hurt. Yeah, Ingram, but, Ingram and Jackson back there though is is you don't know what they're gonna do, which is fucking awesome. Ingram's a guy though that spoiler. I know you know D loves. <laughs> I do yeah. not like Mark Ingram for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't either. I don't either. Spoiler. I think I, I think loved him for the Saints. first, like I, he was about to in our draft. I think just... he regresses a hell of a lot with the Ravens. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know people. I know people like Mark Ingram. I think I you're just not, salty. I do I'm not all, like him. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Let's I go. I just, I just, I just talked two minutes ago about Lamar Jackson and liking him. I'm, I'm telling you, I just don't like Mark well, I Ingram. I, I don't. Not in fantasy, man. Not in fantasy. He'll probably do okay I, for the regular season. Yeah, but not in that right. offense, man. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. Not he's not gonna be the marking or we've seen in the past whenever he gets the ball. I still 
I still keep waiting. I'm not going to lie. And this is, I know this isn't an AFC North conversation, but the Bengals have too much talent to, to suck this bad. Just saying. And also, sorry, the Browns' offensive line is terrible. Do you want to talk Thank about you. terrible offensive lines and, like, the Texans and the, the Seahawks? Yeah, Joe Thomas isn't coming back. <laughs> Look at the Browns' offensive line. They right. traded one of their best offensive guards for Olivier Vernon. And they literally are depending on Greg Robinson, who is like kind of one of those, you know, forgotten, uh, was he the number three overall pick left yep. tackle who they literally had because of his contract. They had to drop him today uh, to re-sign him because he's not good enough. No. So like at that offensive line, Baker's going to be running and he better stay healthy. That's the one thing. If he doesn't stay healthy, that offense is not going to move anywhere. Oh no! Sorry. Yeah, it goes through Baker. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna be healthier. He's gonna have to throw the ball away a lot, and then Odell Beckham's <laughs> gonna marry another goalpost, and then it's shit's just gonna go nuts again. So who's their backup? I don't even know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. We've been talking enough about the playoff teams and the teams that not make the playoffs. Um, actually, let's just go into it. We'll break it down really quick. AFC, NFC predictions. Uh, we'll go into the championship games, and we'll also talk about the Super Bowl. So. Andy, I'm going to throw it to you first. Give me your AFC and NFC contenders for this year's playoffs. All right. Uh, we're doing six and six? Uh, yeah, six yeah. and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. AFC, I got Patriots, Jaguars, Browns, Steelers, Chiefs, and Chargers. The NFC, I have Cowboys, Bears, Saints, Rams, Packers, Falcons. You have to give me those later. <laughs> I couldn't write fast enough. John, don't be yours. All right, so I got a little bit different there, Franny. Starting with the AFC, I'm just gonna go down no order here. I'm oh, going... yeah, I did no, I did no order. Right, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I'm going with Texans though. I know they lost. Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm not, man, I'm not being a homer here. I'm just literally telling you what I see. I think Deshaun Watson is one of the best quarterbacks already. Shut the womp 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 womp. AJ Watt will get hurt again, but they're still gonna be decent. Uh, I'm going with Texans. Chargers, I think they're still going to be solid. Phillip Rivers is one of those guys that will get you to the playoffs, and then you'll lose, but he'll get you there. The Chiefs, I almost did not pick the Chiefs. I know you guys say I'm all over Mahomes' dick, and I am because he's awesome. But I think they have one of the toughest schedules this year. That's they have true. one of the hardest schedules this year. I mean, they start with week one with the Jaguars, which is not – like, you, you cannot just count that as a win, and there's a, they have a lot of that. And that's why, fantasy-wise, we'll get there, but I was kind of nervous. But I, you got to. I think that they're too good. I think Andy Reid's too good of a coach. They have too many weapons. They're going to get there. And then I got to say the Jags. Clearly, I'm not being a homer here, Andy. I think the Jags, their division is for the taking. If it's not for the taking, they're at least – they have to be wild card. They cannot you know, just kind of fall over like they did last year. They have a better quarterback, and they have, you know, the weapons there on offense. I think if Fournette stays healthy, he's got to be it. Uh, and, and defensively, Josh Allen does look awesome. It is preseason, but he does look awesome. So yes, he does. Steelers, I got to pick them. I think that last year they should have made the playoffs, but it, honestly, I thought it was an amazing job. Honestly, what the coaching staff did there with all of that shit that they had to deal with, you don't have to worry about is Bell coming back this year. You don't have to worry about is AB going to yell about because, I don't know, someone said Juju's better because he is. You know, no one's going to have to deal with that this year. You know, thankfully, it's on hard knocks and on HBO. We don't have to deal with that this year, right? So I'm excited. I think Ben is – I, I may, this is definitely hoping, but I think Ben is going to tear the shit out of it this year. And then last – 
I, I don't I don't have to I don't even want to talk about this team, but I think the Patriots are also going to make it because uh, <laughs> that division is terrible, and that's why they've made it half the time. So to the NFC. Going down the list, Saints, they're going to come back. Drew Brees is Drew Brees. Kamara, I'm, I'm kind of nervous with the backup there, but they're they're, they're too good. Uh, I think they make up for the, that, that call. Tavius Murray's a fine backup. I agree, no, but I, I think it's going to be interesting. But I, I think that they're going to make it. I, Drew Brees at some point has to start slowing down, but I, they're going to make it. Uh, Falcons. The Falcons have to. Matt Ryan's too good. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu, uh, Hooper. They're, they're going to make it. The defense is healthy again this year, which that was a big issue that they had last year. The Rams are going to make it again. So good. Gurley, I'm still kind of nervous about, but I think the Rams will make it. Uh, I did I did circle the Seahawks, though. And I know that was one of my teams that I think could, could bounce out. And that's my one. I think that might be the team that I'm really watching this year is what the hell are they going to do? Are they the Legion of Boom or the, Le- the Legion of that? They're going to suck. So we'll see. Legion of they're going to suck. <laughs> I picked the Packers, which that one really wow. hurts me. Yeah. I, wow. I, I originally thought about them, but I was like, eh, new head coach. Right. I don't know. The Bear, I, I know. know. And the Bears' defense is good. Is Trubisky going to take the next step? He should. But I, I, look, I'm so sick of hearing about this bad man from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he dates Danica Patrick. Props. He can't chug a beer. No props. Uh, he's got to make the playoffs then. I'm yep. so sick of hearing. He's. Nope. I, I'm challenging. Literally, I'm literally challenging him this year. That is my challenge this year. He has to step up. You have Devontae Adams. We know you're listening. Yeah, I know he's listening. So, <laughs> Rogers, I'm throwing the challenge flag on you. And lastly, for uh, all the haters out there, I'm picking the Eagles. Uh, they're too good too. I am watching Wentz. They, you know, their 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 star quarterback is now in Jacksonville. So they need <laughs> they need Wentz to uh, step up. And, and play like the MVP that he Super can Bowl be. MVP. You know, I'm looking for Deshaun Jackson. Can he still run fast? I think so. So yeah, broke they, finger though. Got I don't play through it. But I, you know, well, yeah, exactly. I think the Cowboys Seahawks. That's where it's going to bounce. But I'm picking Seahawks over Cowboys. All right, I'm done. Dave, what do you think? All right. <laughs> These are my picks. No particular order, but I mean, you know, the kind of are. You'll you'll see it. Uh, Patriots, yeah, I don't want to pick them, but they're there. Chiefs, I mean, hey, I know that they are gonna have that tough uh, schedule, like you said, John. I still think they're gonna be there. Steelers, gotta pick. We gotta pick my team. I believe that they'll they'll win the division. Like I said, it'll be a close one, and I think it'll it'll be a hard fought one between the Ravens, uh, the Browns. Um, like I said, if the Browns can keep Baker healthy. Um, it could be a real deciding factor in who wins the division. Uh, Andy got the Jags, um, <laughs> I, and I really do oh, believe yeah. I do believe in Nick Foles and D.D. Westbrook uh, leading this team into the playoffs and that defense as well. Uh, the Chargers, uh, I do. I, I you guys kind of convinced me uh, during your make them and not make them segments to actually keep them in here because I had a different team. I actually had the Ravens make the playoffs. Um, uh, and now I also have the the Texans. I, I had them in there before, but now I have them as like a, a wild card team. So Texans. Yeah. Um, in the NFC, we have the Rams. Still think they're going to be up there. Da Bears. Uh, Mitch Trubisky and that defense. They'll be good. They'll be fine. Uh, like I said earlier, this is one of the teams from the NFC South. I have the Panthers. Uh, also have John, like you said, the Eagles. I think they're going to win that division. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be in it. Don't believe in them. Um, we have the Falcons as well, that second NFC South team, and the Saints. 
rounding it yep. out. All right, fellas, we have championship games. Do you have selections for me? Oh, yeah. Let's hear them. Andy, you go first. All right, I got uh, Chiefs at Jaguars. Wow. At yep. Jaguars. <laughs> Chiefs at, at, I didn't stutter. Chiefs at Jaguars. And I got um. I heard something improbable in my ear. What? It, what? Oh my god! I'm so thrown off now. All right, say so who's oh. your NFC team? Sorry. Uh, Rams at Bears. Okay. Okay. John. Ooh. Um. So I didn't pick like uh, who's at who. Neither did I. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, wow. Two hours ago, I picked these. That's that's interesting, but. <laughs> 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 AFC wise, uh, and I'm definitely second guessing it already. But Texans and Steelers. Wow! Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I think redemption for Big Ben and the Steelers, and I think, dude, I you can't convince me that the Texans are not good. I, 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 I they're agree. terrible. I agree. I agree. Their you offensive line is ass. Look, and, and Andy, like I know you're you're that's your division, so I understand why you look at it that way, but. I, I don't. I think that they're off. It's an offensive league, and their offense is still good. And they added more weapons to their offense. They added a better pass protection. Except for their line. They added Tunsil and uh, Stills. Not great. No, no that's and not I, enough. Look, I wanted to pick Mahomes, but that schedule is 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 that tough that I think it's it's tricky, and I could see the Pats and, and the Chiefs meeting there. Uh, NFC-wise, this one was, <clears throat> to me, a little bit easier, but I think the Eagles and the Falcons. Wow. Honestly, wow. yeah. Wow. I think okay. The Falcons last year I was really on, and they just kept losing those close games. I know that was, that was the first week uh, matchup, too. I still remember that, the Eagles-Falcons matchup. That was a good and, matchup. Yeah, the Eagles won yep. last minute yeah, at home. and uh, was a good game. It was a great game, yeah. And I think that that could uh, – the Eagles underachieved last – or the Falcons underachieved last year, and – they're just too good. I'm, and I'm excited for that one. I think that would be a hell of an NFC championship game. Yeah, D, what do you think about championship wise? Well, um, I don't know. I think I'm going with like chalk here, but um, <laughs> Chiefs and Steelers. I mean, the AFC. Right, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I got nothing else to say about it. I mean, you guys kind of already talked about these teams. I, you know, it's I, I do believe in the Chiefs still, if they get into the playoffs. I think they could still make runs, and I still think they can make yeah. moves. Um, and then I have the Rams versus the Bears. So, Andy, we agree with that one. Uh, the Rams versus the Bears? Yeah, and the NFC. One. NFC. Um, NFC Champions. I have... NFC Champions. That's what I was saying. I mean, I have the Bears I have the Bears over the Rams. Okay, yeah. All right, so... But I think we... it's interesting, though, that it shows, like, how... I mean, I think the league is wide open. I know the Patriots yeah. just keep winning, but I, I think we're all kind of thinking like, oh, is this maybe the year that they, they slow down? So that was intriguing to see just that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Super Bowl picks. Andy, what's your Super Bowl pick? Oh my goodness. All right. Um, I wanted to change it last minute, but I guess I won't go with um, it. Go with your gut. No, I have bears 27 chiefs 21. Bears 27, Chiefs 21. Man, Mahomes yeah. can put up more points than that in his sleep, though. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to you. Get out of here with your Mahomes sock. You don't even have him in the AFC Championship <laughs> game. 
I know, right? Like, I starred so many things on my page, and, and I, I, I had to, like, keep crossing it out because I'm a host. <laughs> Listen, you can't, you can't even call me a homer, too, because no, I, have the, I, I, have the, I have the Jaguars losing, so. That's, it's a hell of a, I mean, that would be a hell of a Super Bowl to watch. Khalil yeah. Mack versus Patrick Mahomes, I mean, God. Especially after last year. Right, yeah. Whew. I like that. I like that a lot. John, what do you got for your Super Bowl? Uh, you're going to ask me. Of course. All right. Uh, so we've been waiting for it since I think we were, God, we were freshmen in college, right? We've just been waiting for this and waiting for it and waiting for it. And, and you know, the Steelers stepped up a couple times and the Eagles kept shitting the bed. And then all of a sudden the Eagles stepped up and saved us against the Patriots. Um, but it's got to happen. It's it. got to happen at some point. I love it. It's have to happen. I don't even want mine. Of all Super Bowls, the Battle of Pennsylvania. I want it. It is the Eagles versus the Steelers. Why, why we want? I want this. I don't even want. I don't even want to say my pick anymore because I like one so much better. It's so much better than mine. (laughs) So intriguing. It makes me nervous but excited. Dude, I love Uh, it. I love it. All right. I don't care about mine. It's never happened. It's always like that Kobe versus LeBron finals that we always wanted to happen yeah. and that's that's what we want we want the we want the pennsylvania super bowl oh gosh that is so much better than mine because andy <laughs> i have the exact same one i have chiefs bears really? yeah oh. um <laughs> yeah I, I can't wait wait for week four so we can pick these again because i'm going to change my pick <laughs> are we doing that because yeah, that's let's fucking do that. phenomenal. let's do that yeah. let's do that uh, we should do it every quarter. Do we? Do we have Brian's picks? I don't. I don't remember. If we only have the. I pick-ums. I don't have Brian's Super Bowl picks. I have his picks for uh, the weekly pick. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll get them we'll back get into. Them. We'll, we'll get we'll them get out. Them. We'll get them out on Twitter. Um, yeah, but I have the Chiefs winning 34-27 against the Bears. Ooh, should I pick mine then? You don't want to. Ooh, man. All right. So I gotta go. Yeah. I, I think I got to go 31. Oh, man, this is tough. 31, 24. Steelers. Let's go. No. Big Ben pulls another drive. He does another drive. Carson Wentz has a hell of a game. But Big Ben pulls, I, I think, Juju. It, it, that's, that'll make AB's head explode. I think that that's going to be it right there. AB, or, uh, Big Ben to, to, to Juju. I think Devin Bush <laughs> plays. That's how it ends. Fucking <laughs> Devin Bush. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped, guys. All right. All right. Before we get into <laughs> fantasy talk, let's just do our pickums right here. Okay. We'll do the pickums yeah. right here. All right. So, so let, let's explain what we're doing this year, though. Oh. A little different for season two compared to season one, right, dude? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So, with season one of the Fourth and Gold podcast, we uh, like to pick was the Sunday night game, correct? It was Sunday night and an upset. And an upset pick. So, this year, we're added in another primetime game. Bringing you more. We're bringing you more. Bringing you more. So, it can be, you can pick any of the primetime games, pick two of them out of the three, and then you still get your upset. So, that's three picks. We'll keep score all season long. And, uh, Andy, kick it off. Give us your picks. All right. So, out of the primetime games, I think I'm going to pick the Packers over the Bears. The Bears. Up. And I'm going to pick the Saints over the Texans. Okay. 
For sure. All right. And for my upset, I'm going to pick... Oh, boy. Me had his ready yet? <laughs> I'm I'm second guessing it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go with your gut, man. I know I should go with my gut. Yeah, and you mean the card taking the Cardinals over the Lions. Wow. Uh, Murray right off the bat, huh? Wow. Yeah. Yep. So I got the Cardinals, I got the Green Bay Packers, and I have the New Orleans Saints. Put it on the record. Put on, put on the board. It's on the board. Cool, man. All right. Well, I'm, I'm guessing I'll go. I'll take second here. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll pass the two spot. All right. So Andy, Andy hit a nice single, stole second, and I'll be up now to hit him in. Uh, so Andy, that, that's interesting because prime time wise, clearly guys, just you know, list, everyone listening at home, we had four four games this week. Yep. Uh, this coming week because of the double Monday night header. All right. So we had Packers at Bears, Steelers at Pats, Texans at Saints, Denver at Oakland. Um, so it's kind of tough there. I think there was a lot of I, – I sat here, and I only have three selected of primetime, and the fourth one, that Denver-Oakland game, I just just wrote shit show um, because Flacco versus AB just sounds just horrible. So I, I'm looking at it now, and just to break it up a little bit, Andy, because I was kind of on the same page as you, I'm going to go – it took a lot. It took a lot. We always lose this matchup. I'm going Steelers at Pats. I think we're going to ruin – Okay. Ruin the fucking you know banner, whatever the shit they do, we're ruining it. We played them a couple years ago in the same exact situation at Andy's apartment a couple apartments ago. I still remember yeah. that. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. We're we're ruining that night. Okay. Steelers at Pats. We're gonna do it. Big Ben's just gonna you know he's gonna do it. <laughs> and, uh, I'll leave it there. <laughs> and I know I picked the Texans to make the, the playoffs, and I think they could, but I'm got to pick the Saints at home. The Saints don't lose at home. Picking them at the Dome. So Saints over Texans, Steelers over Pats. Okay. You want that upset pick now? Give me the upset. You guys waiting for it? You guys waiting for it? Okay. So. Hit me. Let's go. Falcons over Vikings. Ooh, okay. The Falcons, what is it? All but one, maybe two games this season are in a dome. I mean, it, it's something absurd. And I think Matt Ryan, the high-flying offense, they're going to bounce back from last year. There's no chance they're not. I don't care if Devontae Freeman plays three snaps and he's gone, done for the season again. I hope not. He's a hell of a player. But, uh, you know, we'll bet on that again. But Falcons over Vikes, yeah. All right. Well. Write that down, D. Jot that down. I got it. I got it, baby. Put in the chat. I put mine in the chat. Have some be a gentleman. Common courtesy. Come on. Jot that down. There he goes. All right. So D has the Bears beating the Packers. I also have the Saints winning, like you said, John, at home. So that's a that's three of us. Might as well make it a sweep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Brian has that one, but uh, we'll, we'll, I'll give you Brian's picks in a second. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to his. And guess what, John? I'm picking the Falcons too, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Falcons beating the Vikings. Yep. I like it. I like it. So, Andy. All right. Throw Brian's you boys ready for Stefan's picks? Let's go. All oh. right. Uh, so, Stefan's <laughs> primetime's picks are the Saints and the Broncos. So, straight sweep. We got the Saints over the Texans. And then we got the Broncos. 
His upset is actually the Jaguars over the Chiefs. Woo! Uh, that's a bold move right there. Bold yeah. move, Kyle. Yeah. We'll see if that pans out for him. <laughs> He's got the Jaguars over the Chiefs. Let's go, baby. I can see it. I can easily see that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. This unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Yes, sir. And then Mahomes just like starts floating and just throws a touchdown. Ah, shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to take a quick break right here before we get into the fantasy segment to break this up into part one and part two. Don't forget, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, as well as most other podcasting services. And don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at 4-T-H-N-G-O-L-D. That's fourth and gold. And while you're on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, give us a review and drop a like. Thanks for listening.